Welcome to this week's episode of Good News That Actually Is, where 3 to 8 can help your day start out great. A podcast offering 3 to 8 minute encouragements once a week to fill you with hope and empower your soul. Now, here's your host, Tim Ashley. Good morning. I pray that you will be blessed in Christ and experience victory today and every day. You are not ordinary because you have been born from above. You are his child, and that means you are more than an overcomer through Jesus. Welcome to today's part two of Victory on the Front Lines. Did you know that we do not overcome the enemy by our obedience to the law? Scripture makes this abundantly clear. Revelations 12:10 and 11 says it this way. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren who accused them before our God day and night has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. This is not a testifying of how you were good enough or I was good enough to earn salvation by doing things in our own wisdom and power. It is testifying of what Jesus accomplished. These are mighty weapons in God. See, Jesus brought salvation and strength. Jesus translated us out of the kingdom of darkness into his marvelous kingdom of light. His power drove the accuser out. That accuser that was bringing accusations against the saints of God, uh, you know, before God, day and night. That's what he was doing. It was Jesus who caused the accuser to be cast down from heaven. Now, the accuser has come down to earth and knows he has but a short time. The devil's work of accusation is happening day and night now in the thought life of believers. You're not going to win that battle by relying on your own abilities. You'll have to stand on the merits of Jesus alone. You'll need to take your stand on the cleansing power of his blood and believe that by grace through faith in him, you are a new creation. When you truly believe this, you encounter his great love for you and your natural life is not as important to you as is your relationship to him. That's why they love not their lives to the death. They were not so caught up in the life here and now that death could be of any real threat to them. They value and love God's presence. Now, this battle of strongholds, arguments, and high things that we talked about in part one must first be won on the front lines of your thought life, the front lines where you do all your thinking. You're not meant to be a prisoner of -of out-of-control thoughts. You have supernatural power to deal with how you think. The weapons that you've been given are mighty in God to do this battle. You can pull down strongholds, cast down arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. In Philippians 4, 8, we find this counsel from the Holy Spirit. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, And if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. 
Our thoughts affect our sense of well-being, or the lack of it. And whether or not we perceive the presence of God as being our most precious privilege in life. See, how you view is how you do. If you allow the enemy to occupy areas in your thought life, he will set up fortifications that reject truths concerning Christ and his ability to totally set you free from anything and everything. You will risk being ruled by fear, doubt, worry, anxiety, and a reluctance to do his will. It will hinder you from being able to enter into all he has planned for you. His plans are always best, and being hindered by wild thoughts and falling prey to them is not who you are, and it is not your destiny. Jesus has done everything that was needed for you to be more than an overcomer through him. In fact, he leads you into triumph. He doesn't lead you into defeat. He leads you into triumph. But you must realize that your path to victory goes through him. It's to him, for him, and with him. It is never without him. Your victory relies on the obedience of Jesus. It relies on his promise of righteousness being yours. It relies on you believing in his love for you. It relies on you having faith in his completed work at the cross and his resurrection power. He who knew no sin became sin so that we might become the very righteousness of God in him. The more this truth is believed, the more your love for him is activated. And I know this because the Bible says clearly, quote, we love him because he first loved us. End quote. Victory must first be won on the front lines. And you'll need to stand on the new covenant gospel of the kingdom that declares Jesus is everything, has done everything, if you want to win and experience real freedom. It's time for victory on the front lines. And I believe you're going to experience it. Always remember that you're loved with an everlasting love by a faithful God who cannot lie, and you have everything you need in Christ. Go and enjoy the adventure that is yours when you live submitted to the Holy Spirit each and every day. Thanks for tuning in today. Never forget that you are loved by a faithful God whose obedient Son, Jesus Christ, willingly died on a cross so that you can have His abundant life in you. Please subscribe and share this podcast with others so they too can experience the three to eight that can help your day start out great. And be sure to tune in next time to the good news that actually is.